Well, let me welcome you to Stevenson High Kirk here in North Ayrshire for our morning devotions. I'm the Reverend Scott Cameron and it's my prayer that you will know the lovely touch of Christ upon your life and your devotional time here. Well, let me encourage you to join us on Sunday the 12th of September at 10.30am for our Welcome Home Worship Service. Well, this will be a communion service and we really do look forward to having you join us then. Well, from the 12th, we also hope to be recording our morning services from the church and we'll continue to make them available online. So please continue to connect with us online. Well, over the next three weeks, we will be putting up some of our past sermon recordings, which were recorded during the lockdown. This is to allow us to transition back into recording our church services. So thank you in advance for your patience. Well, we now worship together as we sing in our opening hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. unite our hearts as we pray together. Let's pray. O Heavenly Father, we pray this morning that by the power of your Holy Spirit and through your word that we may experience miracles of grace, that many would find their hearts touched, moved, inspired, challenged and ultimately drawn to you, our wonderful God. 
Oh, how we thank you for this day. We thank you for one another as we join here online. How we praise you for this door of opportunity where we can continue to keep the devotional fires burning. Oh, set our hearts ablaze with love for the Saviour and a love for a spiritually lost world. Oh, this morning we pray that you would hear our prayers, our cries, the longing of our hearts. And during these moments together, thrill our souls with grace and mercy. Overwhelm us in your love, and may our hearts be warmed as you pray for us. Now may your peace and joy rest upon us as we share in the Lord's Prayer together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory for ever. Amen. Well, I'm now going to invite Daniel to come and read to us from the Word of God. Thanks, Daniel. This morning we read in the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verses 1 to 5, and verses 20 to 26. After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them, even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. May God bless us the reading of his precious word. Amen. Well, in Matthew chapter 6 and in Luke chapter 11, we notice how Jesus had shared a model for prayer with his disciples. But I want us to consider what I would say is the Lord's Prayer. Here in John chapter 17, John invites us to come and listen to Jesus actually praying. And this is what is so precious as we come into chapter 17. 
that we're getting a glimpse, we're, we're getting to peek in at how Jesus prays. Well, in chapters 14, 15 and 16, Jesus had taught and preached amazing truths and he now concludes with prayer. Well, it was one of our 17th century preachers who suggested that this was the greatest prayer ever offered on earth. One of the Moravian leaders had declared that he could not preach on John 17 because for him he felt it was too sacred. And of course our own great preacher, John Knox, had his wife read John 17 to him on his deathbed. And as she read, John Knox entered into glory. Well, one of my own preaching heroes, Martin Lloyd-Jones, said this, If we had nothing but John 17, we would surely have more than enough to sustain us. Because here our Lord has given us an insight into our whole position and into everything that is of importance and of value to us while we are in this world of time. Well, here, as we do come into John 17, Jesus had been explaining that he was leaving them. And as he preached... He reminded them, don't let your heart be troubled. You know, they had been with him. They had seen his miracles. They had heard his sermons. They had come to rely on him. When in trouble, they would go to Jesus. When they were tired, they went to Jesus. When they were rejoicing, they went to Jesus. But now they were dismayed. Jesus was leaving them. Don't be troubled in heart. Jesus said to them, another comforter will come and he will be in you and then I will be with you always. What a wonderful encouragement. And as he teaches and as he comforts his disciples, he now turns to prayer. And we now get the privilege of listening in to Jesus talking to his father. Well, it's as we listen in to the prayer of Jesus, we really do learn how to pray. You know, Jesus didn't just say the Lord's Prayer. He didn't just say a prayer by rote, one that he had learnt. No, Jesus' life was a life of prayer. We know that early in the morning he prayed. Late at night he prayed. He prayed on mountaintops. He prayed on the shores. He prayed for the sick. He prayed for sinners. He prayed for healings. He prayed for power. And so here in John 17, after he had preached, after he had taught, he looks into heaven and catches the eye of his father. And he begins to pray. Well, we notice that as Jesus began to pray, In the first five verses, we were told that he prayed for himself. You know, this reminds me of the high priest there in the Old Testament, how he would wash his hands in the bronze laver in a bronze bowl of water before going into the Holy of Holies. The psalmist declared, Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Those with clean hands and a pure heart. And here we see the high priest the one who would ascend the hill of the Lord, those 
with clean hands and a pure heart. That's Jesus. Jesus would ascend that hill of Calvary. One who could stretch his hands to heaven and who would have a pure heart before his father. And therefore Jesus could pray here, I have finished the work which you gave me to do. Jesus kept the law perfectly. You know, we're told that without holiness, no man shall see God. Without the keeping of the law, every Jew knew that there would be no salvation. And so Jesus, as he prays, Lord, I have finished the work which you gave me to do. Jesus had satisfied the law and all its demands. Therefore, he could pray, Lord, glorify me. You know, when we, when we read this in, in the prayer of, of Jesus, this is not a selfish prayer. Jesus isn't saying glorify me. He's not making big of himself. No, Jesus knew that as the Father would glorify him, then his Father would be glorified. Listen to what Jesus said. Glorify me that I may glorify thee. Oh, as Jesus would be glorified before his Father, then the Father would also be glorified. Jesus did not live for himself, but he lived to the glory of his Father. I like that. And that was always the heart of Christ. I only do that which I see my Father doing. It's my Father's will he came to fulfil. Jesus his heart, his life was to glorify the Father. Well, as Jesus enters into the Holy of Holies in prayer, we now notice how he prays for his disciples. He prays for his church. And in these following verses, we see the echo of, of the high priest representing his people, carrying the, the breastplate, the ephod upon his chest with the names of the children of Israel, the tribes of Israel. And here we, we see that picture of Jesus now as he goes into the Holy of Holies of prayer. He now carries his, his church. He carries his bride. He carries his disciples. Their names are engraven upon his palms and their names are upon his heart. And so as Jesus now prays for them, listen how he prays. As Jesus now prays for his disciples, his church, he prays for true unity, that they may be one as we are. He prays for their happiness, oh, that they may have my joy. He prays for their protection, keep them from the evil one. He, he, he prays for their holiness. Has that been your prayer? Oh, Lord, make me holy. Lord, sanctify me. Isn't it lovely here? Jesus is praying. Sanctify them through thy truth. Oh, that they may be made perfect. He prays that they would know the love of God. The love which the Father has for his beloved Son. Jesus prays, oh, that that would be in them. And he prays for their future glory. Oh, that they may be where I am, that they would one day see in, in heaven, that they would behold my glory. 
And Jesus prays again here. It's not a selfish prayer. He's not saying, oh, I, I long for you to be in heaven to see me and to see how wonderful I am. No. Again, Jesus' heart of prayer. He knew that if his disciples, when his church eventually gets to see the glory of Christ in heaven, that will bring us great joy. When we get to behold the glory of God, when we get to see the glory of Christ in his majesty, we will be filled with joy. We will be filled with such love, such glory. And so as Jesus now comes to the close of his prayer, there in verses 20 to 26, we notice how he prays for you and me. Isn't that lovely? Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. What a wonderful encouragement. Jesus is praying for you right now. He prays, sanctify them, justify them, glorify them, clean them, forgive them, that they would know a holy walk, that they would have their hearts right with God. Oh, to be with him. That's Jesus' great prayer, that we would be with him. And as Jesus prays to his Father, Oh, sanctify them, justify them, glorify them. Jesus also makes a plea with his Father. And Father, love them, love them. Well, it is therefore my prayer for each one of you that you would know the peace of Christ that goes beyond your understanding. That you would know the joy of the Lord to be your strength. But I also pray that the Father's eternal love for his Son, that amazing love of God, would be in you. And therefore this morning, receive his love. Yes, he loves his Son, and he really loves you. Oh, receive his love, receive his joy, and receive his peace. Oh, may the Lord bless you and encourage your heart this day. Amen. Well, let's worship together as we sing in this beautiful hymn, We Are One. Sister, let me wipe your tears Brother, let me bear your fears Come on, everyone Every daughter, every son, let us walk in love for we are one. Though we walk along and broken road, we are here to bear each other's love. And forgive as you've forgiven us, let us walk in love for we are one.
Well, I'm now going to invite Helen Wilson to lead us in our intercessory prayers. Thanks, Helen. Let us pray together. Faithful God, we come another time to your throne of grace through our Lord Jesus and wish to thank you for your love and faithfulness to us. We praise and worship you for who you are and what you have done. We are so glad to know that we can bring our requests to you in the knowledge that you hear and answer prayer, always in the way that you know is best. Today, we lift up to you all those church members who are lonely and weary. Lord, in their sadness, do bring them comfort and encouragement. Make us willing to reach out and demonstrate your care for each other. We remember again those who have been recently been, been bereaved. May they all experience the comfort of a changeless God. We think of the many countries where fierce fires are sweeping across the land, bringing devastation to people's lives and livelihoods. Do protect all who are struggling to control the fires and move the different authorities to provide the support and help that are so desperately needed. Father, we pray for your help and protection for the young people in our church and community as they start a new term or begin attending college or university. We pray in particular for those who will be starting school for the first time. Bless all the teachers and anxious parents with patience, wisdom and compassion. Another time we hold before you all church pastors and leaders. Grant them fresh inspiration and direction as they face a new normal. Help them to seek your face and to know your heart. Fill us all afresh with your Holy Spirit and may we totally surrender all we are and have to you. Teach us, O Lord, what is good and what does the Lord require of us. Help us to work in unity and bring honour to your name. Bless all who are preaching your word, whether in church buildings or online, or indeed wherever an opening is presented. Anoint them with your Holy Spirit and boldness to proclaim the good news of all, in all its fullness. Grant them fruit for their labours, and may we all see you move in power across our nation. And may all our days bring glory to your name as we ask all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Helen, for leading us in our intercessory prayers. Well, we're now going to worship together as we sing in our closing hymn, There is a Fountain. a fountain fell 
Let us go in the strength of the Lord and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and always. Amen. <laughs>